everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 150. Wow. Milestone. Yay, we did it. <laughs> I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. And we're back. Yeah. For the 150th time-ish, mm-hmm. kind of. More or less. Sure. Uh, so, if you remember episode 100, we were right in the middle of Michael Bay season. Watch. Baywatch. Right. That's what we called it. Yeah. Uh, but for episode 100, we watched the Donnie Marie movie. <laughs> we took a break from Michael Bay. Uh-huh. So now I thought timing worked out. Sure. Another milestone episode. But now there's a brand new Michael Bay movie. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> I, <laughs> I I have seen it because we just watched it. Right. Uh, it's, it's a Netflix movie. He made a Netflix movie. It's called Six Underground. Mm-hmm. And it's on Netflix. It just came out. Yeah. We're, that's that's what we watched. We watched it. We, yeah. we sure did. Yeah, we didn't take votes or nothing because this is what we were going to watch no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this uh, huh? <laughs> it's a Michael Bay movie. It is a Michael Bay ass Michael Bay movie. That is for certain. Um, hmm. Except for all right. So historically speaking, yes. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the Bad Boys movies. Um, Michael Bay, when it comes to comedy, not the best. Bad. Not the best. Very bad. But uh, he is on brand with it here. Well, except that this time, you know, he got Ryan Reynolds, who, right. who is a funny guy. Yes. And Ryan Reynolds was like, hey, I know two funny people who have written some funny movies for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I should bring along the Deadpool writers mm-hmm. and the Zombieland writers and yeah. all those kind of things. Yeah. So you've got the Michael Bay look and feel and style with some people who know what a joke is. Correct. <laughs> and to that end, I will say that when Ryan Reynolds is trying to be funny, it works. Mm-hmm. When anyone else is trying to be funny, it's Michael Bay funny. Sometimes. Mostly. Sometimes. Occasionally a joke will break through and you're like, okay, thank you. But it's sometimes there is just that Michael Bay-ass comedy in this where you're just like, that dude doesn't know what is funny. He just doesn't. But he knows how to fuck shit up. He sure does. This is a, uh, what's that, nonlinear storytelling for 45 minutes to an hour of this movie? For the most part, I never knew when we were. Right. And then there's a thing at the end that's a reveal that I'm like, wait, does the timeline, I don't think, I don't know. Yes, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying it's going to be easier to over arc talk about the plot, which uh-huh. which is Ryan Reynolds is a like a tech billionaire. He designed some shit with magnets made a lot of money, uh, mm-hmm. and has decided that, like, to start his own little mercenary black ops group. Yes. You know, to say, like, hey, I've got billions of dollars. There's a lot of fucked up shit in the world. I'm going to assemble a team. Um, we're all going to fake our own deaths mm-hmm. so that we are ghosts. Ghosts. And uh, there will be six of us, and we will all have skills, and we will make things happen yes. for the betterment of the world. Yes. Fuck the laws and politics and all that. We will get shit done. Obviously, it's you know it's a vigilante superhero fantasy type thing. So right. I'm not going to get into the morality of that because there's a lot of people that whenever you bring up somebody like Batman, they're like, but he's one uh-huh. man justice and uh, you know like, whatever. I don't care. You know, right. like I'm not here to debate that in this episode. Uh, I'm just saying that's what what happens. So yeah, uh, through a series of crazy nonlinear storytelling bits, we get some backstory of almost everybody. It's really weird. They skip the doctor. Yeah, they do. The doctor gets zero backstory. Yeah. There's a doctor lady, lady doctor. <laughs> yes, lady doctor. And then, you know, I mean, so, all right, it's probably easier to go through the cast. Like, Ryan Reynolds is called number one because uh-huh. he's the guy who started it all. He started it, yeah. Um, 
then you've got two is uh fuck who's oh melanie laurent i think is two mm-hmm. um you know so shauna from inglorious bastards mm-hmm. uh she is an ex-cia person so just badass spy she doesn't get a lot of backstory but enough that it's like hey back bad bad she used spy. to do shit yeah three is this uh dude who's just straight up a hitman and i guess you know but has a conscience he's he like he likes having fun yeah <laughs> but yeah so three's a hitman dude who's now on the team um four is a parkour dude a british parkour guy yeah um i mean he's a he's a basically like a cat burglar thief with par- parkour um yes but that brings me to the first thing i want to point out oh, okay I this feels like a movie that was written ten years ago, mm-hmm. and they barely bothered to update it. Sure, because like the parkour stuff feels like ten years ago would have been like super relevant because they do the thing with like the GoPro on the dude's head, mm-hmm. and you get a lot of first person parkour shit. But it feels like that came and went a while ago. And to go hand in hand with that is that some of the a lot of the pop pop culture references in this are very old. It's it's Spice Girls, Britney Spears, and Eminem are the big like pop culture jokes they hit you with, and it's like, really, guys? I mean, it feels like you thought it would be funny to take this old script and not update it. Yeah, it's it's I, yeah, strange. I suppose. I mean, I, I, just, I guess I'll give you that. I mean, but I just wanted to since we were at that point. Yeah, I mean, I just it. I feel like that's it's fair to say that that's just kind of Michael Bay's mo in general. Sure, is he always feels sort of behind the times okay i i feel like you know like we're, we're we're not currently in a climate where most michael bay things work okay uh, you know and <laughs> yes. so i feel like having it be kind of a throwback thing because th- i think the other thing you could argue about this is that it doesn't need to take place at a specific time no it really doesn't and since it jumps around all the time i don't you know i couldn't tell you when they're making what reference to right. when or whatever but yes. anyway so like i said hitman dude number three four parkour jewel thief guy mm-hmm. uh five is our doctor lady mm-hmm. uh six is Dave, all you need to know yeah six is dave franco <laughs> yeah dave franco yeah um who's as far as we know he's the driver he's yes. the baby driver <laughs> like he's he is, yes. he's he's a kid driver he is um which is he's part of the craziest most uh, amazing stunt spectacular in this movie where they they fuck up italy <laughs> i i meant to go back and check the the runtime of the opening sequence basically mm-hmm. but that start to finish is the greatest action movie i have ever seen yeah it, it's, it's it's pretty goddamn good but it's a it's a problem for the movie in that and this is a thing a lot of movies do which is you front load the movie with the best thing in it and then everything else kind of suffers as a result not terribly but still you're writing such a high from that you're like this is never going to even come close to that and it doesn't really bother no. except for one batshit insane detail in the finale uh yeah so but, that's, that's your that's your original six and mm-hmm. and it really turns out that they're what you're watching is their first like official mission yeah they like, have not done this before <laughs> they mentioned one mini mission but we never see what that was and no one really talks about it right yeah, but yeah, this was their first thing. And yeah, it went it, badly. But I mean, it just yeah, it, it starts off like in in it's gone bad. Like I mean, it is like they're running, and you yep. know, it is just kind of like, hey, this mission went poorly, and and we get flashbacks within that mission right. to identify what the mission was, which mm-hmm. was basically to go to this dictator's lawyer to get information from him. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's what, that's the basic plot of this whole movie is these six people i mean th- their plan is is we're going to take down all the bad dictators we're going to take down the worst of the worst people who don't get punished otherwise right we're, we're going to do it yeah um but the plot of this movie focuses just on 
one dictator of this country. It, it's basically it's your it's your Kim Jong Il situation, right? Like you know, except if he had two kids, which I well, I guess Kim Jong Un had a brother or something. He I did, think. yeah. He yeah. had that man killed, right? <laughs> so very similarly, <laughs> the kids are like, well, there's one there's one kid who's the dictator that took over, and another kid who's like in favor of democracy and right. you know peace in the country, and he d- isn't killed, but just like the other brothers, like you're you're under house arrest in this fancy ass hotel yes basically suffer so, so they're you know and this guy's bad you know chemical rec- weapons yeah murdering like the u.n convoys things you know and all, all the worst things yeah and he's number one on the list because ryan reynolds who was it, you get the backstory that he was this billionaire guy mm-hmm. um was doing a, a, a mission basically it went you know, back when he was alive before he became number one mm-hmm. uh where he was just going to, you know, one of these refugee camps to to basically do a photo op and then give a bunch of money. But he's still there. Right. And this dictator orders this chemical strike on them. Right. And that's when he's just like, man, fuck this. Yep. <laughs> that's that's the genesis of the whole thing, really. He's yep. just like, that guy needs to fucking die. But so we watched the stunt spectacular in Italy while we've had all this backstory. Like I said, some people get none. Some is just like, hey, you were a doctor in real life. Other people, it's like, eh, well, we're going to get some backstory on you. Mm-hmm. Well, actually see you getting recruited or something. Right. Uh, but this goes uh, badly. I mean, all around. Like, I mean, it, it is a crazy chase. Shit gets completely fucked up. Like, there are some of the best, like, I, I will say, you know, because, I mean, I know there's a bunch of shit in this that can't possibly be done because they're, like, sure. cars splitting in half and then a body flying out of it. What is practical stunts versus what is CG is damn near seamless. Yes. Like, I, for th- Yes. In this movie... There has to be a ton of digital effects. Sure. I mean, obviously, uh, Industrial Light and Magic is credited at the end, so right. it's top-notch stuff, but man, it is fucking seamless. Oh, yeah. It is visceral and crazy, yeah. and it is it is all the kind of things that we like where it's like, you know, it, it, this movie, at least a couple dozen times, does the thing where it's like, you have that, oh, reaction as like a stuntman flies out of a car and hits something, mm-hmm. but then this movie will like almost always like have one last thing happen to that <laughs> yes that person where it's just like <laughs> i mean just just little things like i mean like guy will fly out of a car go go creaning across the pavement and you're like oh that's gotta hurt and then like a vespa will just come out of nowhere and like run over his face yes you know and it's just like oh all right just yeah that extra punctuation there the there's one bit where parkour guy is running and running and running and then lands heroically on the top of a thing to launch a missile at a car mm-hmm. launches the missile in or the the rocket grenade whatever into yeah. the car and it hits the dude in the face first mm-hmm. like the driver it just kind of punches him across the face and then blows up it's like there's this extra everything to it and this entire sequence might be the first time i've seen a car chase where it's like there are consequences to doing this shit oh yeah people will fucking die as a result and it's weird that the Ryan Reynolds in particular never really says anything about that. People are die, not people involved in the chase. Right. People are fucking dying in this car chase. Yeah. And no one's saying shit about it. This is this might be the first time I can think of where not everyone gets out of the fucking way. Yeah. People get wrecked for no reason. The, I Just mean, minding their business in a museum and they get fucking wrecked. I mean, <laughs> after you've watched a countless number of times of that happen, like random passerby on a Vespa get wiped out. Mm-hmm. You know, there is one comedic bit where there's <laughs> a lady with a baby and they're screaming like baby baby as they're like you know power sliding around this and then someone else is like puppies <laughs> there's just two like bulldogs on leashes just uh-huh. barely escaping it's, this car cream. it's fucking nuts this yeah. whole thing was just 
this is how I felt during that car chase in Bad Boys 2, where it's just like, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing ever. And mm-hmm. it keeps going. Yeah. I honestly, at, at one point, thought this is going to be the movie, isn't it? Like, this is never going to stop. Right. It, but it does. It does, <laughs> it does finally, because as, as it has gone badly the entire time, it ends... <laughs> For all the crazy shit that happens, this is a real weird weird way for it to end, but they end up, like, <laughs> spinning out of control, like, where they've just about gotten away, and careen into a forklift, mm-hmm. which impales Dave Franco. Yeah. He's dead. He's dead. He's out of the movie. Never see him again. Nope. And well, at first I figured, well, you'll see him inside, uh, in flashbacks and whatever. No. Nope. Dave Franco's... His story is done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you for your service, Dave Franco. Yep. Uh, so... They need another person. Yeah, because it's not called Five Underground, right? So they uh, <laughs> they they recruit uh, young Doctor Dre, yep. uh, Corey Hawkins from yes. from Straight Outta Compton, New Jack Bauer. Yeah, New Jack Bauer. <laughs> new, yeah, New Jack City Bauer. Right. Yeah. He uh he's a sniper, which they kind of already have. They yeah. needed a driver. They really needed a driver, but they got a, they got another sniper. Yeah. Um, because this guy was on a mission where he he really he called that like. It was a suicide bomber in, in a fake UN truck, and he mm-hmm. called it, and, and command was like, "No, you can't take the shot." And yeah. of course, he, you know, he's on Overwatch. He can see everything that's happening, and his entire platoon or whatever is blown up by this right. suicide bomber. Yep. So he's taking that a little personally. Yeah, he was not a fan of that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I took believe, it personally to the point where he was going to kill himself. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he was about to shoot himself, and uh, that's when you know Ryan Reynolds shows up and be, is like, "You know, do you want to die? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to die? <laughs> right." And. Uh, Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So they recruit this other person and they're on their way. Yep. Which it's basically just a series of, uh, there's basically three missions that have to happen to overthrow this government. Because mm-hmm. um, this guy is, the, the evil dictator is shielding himself by having his generals order the chemical attacks. Right. And... You know, while the world is like, uh, the fuck? And <laughs> so, like, basically, they're like, well, we got to murder the generals first. Obviously. Um, so th- there's a crazy Vegas hotel sequence where they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, get the information before the- they murder the last one. Yeah. To where, uh, where their where, brother's where, where's brother. And that's a scene you know, where, you know, like I said, he's in the penthouse of this fancy ass Hong Kong hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's another action sequence where they go rescue him. Brother heist. Yeah. The brother heist. And um, that involves, like, cranes from another building you know yeah this has heights shit in it to where you know yeah there's some parkouring across like just beams basically 80 stories in the air and it's it's if you've got heights problems there's a crazy like infinite like it's not just an infinity pool it's like (laughs) it's like the standalone infinity pool on top of this hotel where it's just basically like a giant fish tank on on top of it Uh um yeah there's some hijinks with that yep uh, but yeah, all, uh-huh. all kinds of crazy shit, and I mean, and I'm, I'm skipping past it because I don't know how you can even talk about these action sequences because no. they're just, I mean, you know, it's a Michael Bay movie; they're insane. Yes, uh, and I will say, when Michael Bay's not doing Transformers movies, I don't know what happens. It's like all of his action skills come back because right. the Transformers movies by the end are just like, I there's a, there's there are things happening. I can't even tell you what's happening. Well, you know, it's it's a bunch of as we said, you know anthropomorphized tribal tattoos right you know it's just a bunch of metal pieces that you can't tell what they are right and you can tell what a person is right so but also as we come to find out in bumblebee you can tell what they are if you design them the way they were meant to be seen right <laughs> yeah so i mean I, i'm not 
downplaying the awesomeness of these action sequences. I just don't know how to discuss them. Right. Um, oh, yeah. No, I to go bit by bit in these action sequences would be fucking insane. Right. Uh, especially because you should watch this movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so they, they, they rescue the brother. Surprise, surprise. Um, he doesn't really want to be. Yeah. I mean, this this also begins the um, ever since Dr. Dre entered the mix, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> He's he's basically like the you know this is bullshit that we're just numbers we're we're people you yeah know. there's a very minor thread of just like hey we should be friends yeah. and never leave a man behind yeah because you know I mean the the hitman dude and Soshana are like hooking up and then they everyone are. finds out about that and mm-hmm. then it's just like look we're not this is not as depersonalized as you want it to be no matter what you what you do yeah people are people and they need relationships and yeah you know we need to stop just calling each other's because they're ready to leave parkour guy behind like, right during the thing because he, he's fucked basically well, he, yeah he's like I, you know they cut the zip line i can't get away mm-hmm. i've got three bullets left just leave me he actually says that and then ryan reynolds is like all right fine yep. and then it's dr dre's like no uh-uh. no um come up with us <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get you and they do yeah. after some more crazy shit yep uh but yeah that leads to just a whole like yeah hey they, our names are this and ryan reynolds is like great good good job guys mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean anything not really no it's it's weird they they pepper in a lot of like hey family you know and it's it's you kind of look at the script and and like you were saying it's it felt like the fast and furious franchise took a year off well, those dudes a couple needed years to do off, something really i mean it's been a while yeah, it's been since, two years two years since yeah. fate fate of the furious fate of the furious People needed something to do, so they were just like, hey, this is kind of a Fast and Furious thing. Yeah, like the world's best stunt car drivers are all available right now. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's not a lot of car stunting in Hobbs and Shaw. No, there's, there's some, not, not but really. It's but it's like, it's mostly, it's a, a punchy action movie. Right. You know? Yep. And, um, yeah, so it's just this, like, hey, we're all available. Like, do you want to shoot a crazy, some crazy-ass car stunts and yeah, stuff? Let's yeah, let's go let's to Italy this. and fuck shit up. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, yeah, so it's basically, they've got this weird, it makes no sense because it's, pretty sure it's a made-up middle eastern country oh um, yeah yeah turdukistan yeah Tur- turdukistan <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it's turdukistan yeah happy holidays everyone. It's, um, it's close to that yeah but you know <laughs> even the characters in the movie can't really say it right and, but yeah it's but, a made-up bullshit country even more so it's a, it's a made-up middle eastern country that their timetable is where we're going to have this coup happen on the day of the dead it's yeah. like uh that's not a thing they celebrate yeah, you know there. just <laughs> Just it, a, it's ar- on your calendar. Just, just an arbitrary, like, you know, no, let's go November 1st. Or so, you know, like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But yes, they're a staging a coup, which is more sort of, we don't get to really see all this. It's just kind of explained that, like, they're having their own little mini missions for setup, like, which means take over the state-run TV yeah. can- channel and plant a virus or, you know, whatever. Go to a power plant and, again, plant a virus. Go, you know, go, <laughs> I mean, just so, like, they can take over these things. And, right. and then they go around and, like, plant these little like uh powder pots or whatever like you know things around all the statues mm-hmm. you know like they've just got little explosives around all the they're going to top all the statues simultaneous too yes but yeah and it's just it's what you think it it's a crazy ass military coup thing at the end and of course the dictator dude is like well i mean it starts with get the brother on the, you know the pirated uh yeah. state-run tv and he's got to get out there and, and say basically, hey basically, he was just like hey how about enough of this shit how about we rise up and everyone's like fuck yeah i just been waiting for you to say it let's yep, go let's like, fucking do like this everyone had their right gear like ready to go yeah. <laughs> like, like fuck yeah yeah got my flag got my sprite t-shirt yeah. <laughs> let's fucking do yeah. this <laughs> buffalo bills 94 super bowl <laughs> shirt <laughs> you know <laughs> let's, let's go yeah. um 
Yeah. And it's just revolution happens and they're like, okay, we got to get the dictator to the boat, it's a secure boat, get him on the boat. Mm-hmm. But they knew he was going to the boat. So they, right. they have booby trapped the boat mm-hmm. with themselves and other things. Yep. Uh, and the, the main detail you need to know here is that Ryan Reynolds former life as a billionaire came about because he did he invented some weird crazy science shit some magnets. of it involving magnets yeah. <laughs> he was I mean, he basically says like for my very first high school oh, right. or, or science fair <laughs> that I, I crushed I, I i did this like crazy magnet thing and then i turned it smaller and i did rare earth magnets and now they're it's in cell phones and yeah. everything yeah so <laughs> they have he they don't bother to explain it why should they mm-hmm. but he has magnetized the boat basically yep and he can control it from his phone and it's also like he also has polar capabilities on it like yep. either side of the boat is yep. magnetized so at various times throughout this closing action sequence he will just activate the magnet and everyone on the boat they they specifically mention all the dudes in the six underground squad have plastic you know Vests and yeah, ceramic all their guns, stuff is yeah. not metal, so it doesn't affect them. Which was smart. It was good that they mentioned it. Right. It also kind of gives you that. Not there's not plenty of uh, collateral damage in this, but it also explains that like it's only the thugs, the the henchmen that are wearing the bulletproof vests and everything yes. that are the ones getting thrown around. The the quote unquote mostly innocent party guests on this you know shithead dictator's yacht. Which right. I mean, really, how innocent are you? I mean, it's sort yeah. Of, if you're partying on his yeah, yacht, it's then sort fuck of you. like you know, if you're at Mar-a-Lago, you can fuck yourself. Yep. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's like you, you've made your choice. But anyway, it's it explains like that all the henchmen will go flying across either side of the boat at any point in time when he flips the polarity on this magnet Uh uh-huh yeah and it's fucking amazing yeah it is it is holy crap this is the coolest shit it's even to the point that like (laughs) there there is a point where they do it in the kitchen and i mean of course every time it happens it's michael bay so it's slow-mo yeah people going flying over the sides Mm -hmm. there is one where there is a metal fruit bowl that just tags a dude right the dick it's just so good like he goes flying (laughs) up against the wall and then the metal fruit bowl is just like someone whips it across the room goes ding (laughs) right into his dick yeah yeah and then at one point when they fling them all back, all the knives come loose, and then just one dude becomes a fucking pincushion. Mm-hmm. Just a million knives go into him. And I want to go back for one second when they're rescuing the brother from from Hong Kong, uh-huh. uh, because <laughs> there's a point where they basically murder everybody with the THX sound. From, oh yeah, <laughs> the, from the logo. <laughs> Yeah, they have these like super uh, micro speakers that they hook up to all the windows because, of course, this is a fancy ass <laughs> penthouse. It's, yes. it's nothing but windows. The And the infinity pool is nothing but windows. <laughs> Everything is clear. And yes, they hook up these speakers to the entire thing. And you actually see Ryan Reynolds <laughs> pull up a little THX app on his phone. Yeah. And you're like, oh, OK, well, that's a weird little branding until you realize that it starts the. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, they're actually doing it. They're, they murder people with the sound effect. It's fucking amazing. And at the crescendo, it actually shatters all the windows, too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just another thing in this goddamn movie. Yep. Uh, but yeah, in, in the end, they uh, they there's there's such a weird time jump because so at one point, the boat has blown up. Uh, they, they had strapped like uh, little explosives mini yeah, yeah. to it, and then they hit and the boat starts to sink. Uh, I don't think that was planned because parkour guy was in a fight and right. it set them off a little early. He's like, no, 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 no. And yeah. Then, yeah. So the boat is sinking. Uh, They're the, the dictator guy manages to get to a helicopter, but well, he gets to a dinghy first. That's like, right. He, he gets, gets to a dinghy yeah. and then the helicopter flies over later and picks him up. But the way it's cut is strange because we leave like our crew all kind of in fucked up situations on the boat 
And then he gets on the helicopter and then they're all there. They're like, haha, we we are the helicopter pilots. They're, actually, his brother is, is piloting the helicopter. And right. The rest of them are just there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just take him over to, you know, one yeah. of the cities in his yeah, they country. Take him to like the last place he chemical, you know, chemical strike. Yeah. You know, chemical struck. Sure. Um, <laughs> just dump him out. Yeah. They're like, have fun. Yeah. Rebels. And the rebels, of course, murder him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then there's some more stuff about ghosts and shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I do not understand the connection they're trying to make to that kid at the end. I don't think the timing of that makes any sense. Yeah, okay, so in, in Ryan Reynolds' former, you know, before he, uh, you know, fake kills himself and goes and becomes a ghost, uh, he was actually in Paris at a Shakespeare play, which is right. just weird. But sure. um, he's in this big fancy theater, and, I, I, you know, it's after the chemical strike, I believe. Yeah. Um, and, but he has basically arranged it so that he knows that this dictator dude is going to be at this show and confronts him at the bar. And it's just, I, I assume they're doing Henry V or something because yeah. something that has a five act play. Right. Um, but yeah, but he's just like, you know, yeah, super dictator dude, uh, is going to die in the fifth act and, bar, you know, hot bartenders just like spoilers and, <laughs> and, and basically just like while he's taunting the dictator dude, He's kind of hitting on the bartender too, and right. then of course you know they end up having sex in a you know super curtainy be- bedroom in the Michael Bay bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> drapes everywhere. But yeah, the end of the movie is just kind of drops it that like you know everyone's sort of like, well, I guess we're not quite the ghosts we were because you know hitman goes guy goes to see his uh, mom with dementia and brings along uh, Soshana. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't I'm, I'm, keep calling her that. That's I don't, fine. Yeah, um, yeah, but. He he goes to like where he, he checks in on his uh, rendezvous girlfriend from the from the theater and mm-hmm. she has a kid now and she does it's, yeah it's assumed or at least he assumes that it's his kid I guess he totally does because he's just like leave my money to this child he, he never like <laughs> he never like goes up to her and is like hey I'm not actually dead yeah no or you know why would she even know he was dead or who he was or any of that there's no reason to not walk up and go hey cool yeah. I don't know yeah it, it's just a weird like how are you just assuming that. She could have literally boned anybody else during that time. <laughs> I don't know. The kid had his eyes. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. He, the kid, he used to walk up and so say, like, hey, kid, uh, do you know who I am? And the kid's like, suck my dick. And it's like, oh, it is Ryan Reynolds' kid. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Eat my asshole. All right. Wow. It is Ryan Reynolds. Wow. <laughs> He's so sarcastic. He's got my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made a dead poop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's Blade no. Three sucked. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think that. I just think it'd be funny if the kid said that. It would be funny. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the movie. It's over. Uh huh. It it ends with that. So now we have to rate it. Oh, uh, we do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm con- I'm I'm having a problem here. Are you? I am. What's that? <sighs> like I said, the opening sequence is the greatest action movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The uh, the the stuff in Hong Kong is pretty good, mm-hmm. really strong, and then the craziness with that boat is also awesome. But then you have to deal with the hour and a half of other stuff, and it's if if that car chase had come at the end of the film, there would be no question in my mind this is a five jocks movie. Mm-hmm. But because it came first, then you're left with all the Michael Bay nonsense in the middle. And it kind of weighs on you. And 
I, I don't know if I can say that this is a five jocks movie because of all that. There are sections of it that I would give 10 jocks to if I could, because they are that good. The stuff in it is that good, but I'm just, I'm torn about the midsection of this movie. I, I don't think any of the, the dialogue story bits are in any way good. Uh, they do a half-assed attempt to make them all seem like they want to be friends, but then don't do anything with that. It it just, there's no reason to have that conflict of, hey, bro, you, you never don't leave anyone behind. Let's do this. And then it's like, okay, we did this. And it doesn't change anything and nothing matters. Right. I don't know. So I'm, I would like to hear your thoughts before I settle in on a rating here. Okay. It's pretty easy. Okay. It's five jocks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this movie's fucking awesome. It is. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it start to finish. Okay. Um, I didn't, I never not enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, here, here's the thing is I like ragtag team stories. They don't have to be heists. Sure. I, I like a team that comes together for that. It's not like they grew up together. It's like they were thrown together. Right. And, you know, learn about their personalities, even if it's, paper thin like most of most of them are Mm -hmm. i don't care i i i i know it sounds strange because i made allusion to it earlier for me a lot of the uh dialogue interactions and the tough guy uh stances and ways that they're acting to each other Mm -hmm. it it plays sort of like baby driver to me and okay. I and I know I made that reference earlier, but like it's not snappy like Baby Driver's dialogue and whatnot. It is obviously, mm-hmm. and it's not dripping with the style. Right. I just mean that like everyone's just kind of like got to out badass each other, and you know when they're just hanging out, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I like I said I I don't even want to get into the the quote unquote politicking of vigilantism like this. Right. I mean because. I understand it's an argument to be had and, you know, there's thought pieces that have been written about how, you know, superheroes as we know them now are just, you know, male power fantasies from a a time when they didn't need more power than they already had all the power anyway. (laughs) Right. You know, but and, and and it becomes slightly more prevalent in your mind when it comes from somebody like Michael Bay, when we all know how he is his, his, <laughs> well i'm saying like his thought process you know like you know what i, what I mean it's you know uh-huh. he, he he did benghazi movie um you know but well i'm yeah. glad you said movie after that i was like whoa well you know, we all know that <laughs> it's true yeah no here yeah, yes <laughs> um i didn't i didn't see the emails um but anyway i'm just saying i i'm i'm choosing to ignore all of that and and Simply looking at this as an action movie right. standpoint, and I fucking loved it. Okay, like I mean, I think this is great. Okay, um, yeah, and I'm, I am so on. I, I like the fact that like each crazy action sequence plays out like a different kind of movie. Yes, like the the car chase is simply a drifty Italian job style car chase. It, right. I mean, no pun intended. The fact that they're in Italy, I just mean it's like it's a lot of handbrakes and you know right. things like that and skidding and 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 obviously crazy destructive stuff in cars mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But then you've kind of got that like almost heist style thing when you when you take the brother back and then you've got this kind of just almost pure Michael Bayness thing where it's like I mean because 
we didn't even mention like you know in the vegas sequence of course there's there's you know prostitutes in the room with the generals and stuff of and of course you know what i mean and and so it's like that one is just like it feels like it could be lifted straight out of a bad boys sequence yes. you know like i said then you've got that kind of slick heist thing with the brother obviously it's got michael bay tinged action on top of it and then you've got this like raw besides the goofiness of the magnet you've got this raw like coup d'etat ending sequence that is very much more pure military style mm-hmm. like it, it's it's much more big and, and precise and it's like okay now the teams come together i just like that each each action sequence kind of has its own flavor right. and it feels like it's from a different style movie yeah. and instead of just like oh, well we're doing another car chase again and looks it looks like this or right you know i mean don't get me wrong i i love the bad boys movies but there there is something about almost every one of their their gun sequences plays out the same. It's yeah. Will Smith in slow motion shooting people and then Martin Lawrence screaming, right. you know, like, I don't want to be here. And, you know, and oh, then, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's like every single one of their gun battle things kind of plays out the same. Right. Until like, you know, eventually this shit gets real and yeah. Martin Lawrence starts screaming and, and, and also they, joins the badassery. Yeah. And they you invade know. Cuba. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like every every one of their gun battles and bad boys kind of plays like it's in the same movie. I like that this one. It feels like they're very action sequences for okay. for each set piece all right i think you've convinced me okay i think i can give it five jocks I, I i think i think when i look at it if i was to give the non-action scenes three jocks and the opening scene 10 jocks it still averages out to <laughs> <laughs> the highest rating it could possibly be sure yeah yeah uh. i mean I, I i was almost ready to just say hit stop this movie's done i don't care about anything else that happens in this I, this is the best thing i've ever seen yeah i mean that's the great thing about it being on netflix is like you could just be like i mean i will learn the timestamps yeah of when that car sequence stops and yeah. starts and just be like come watch this yeah that's that's <laughs> that add that to your demo right. bank of yeah. hey check out yeah, 4k and, and, hdr yeah, i was gonna say of course it's in 4k dolby vision all that kind of shit i yeah. think on on netflix or whatever you know it's it's yeah yeah I mean, I, there were at least six times where I was like, oh, God, <laughs> during that during that car chase, where it's just like it just keeps hitting you with I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. And it starts with that. I mean, it just four seconds into the movie. It's just like and stunt spectacular and everyone's dead. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> and it just keeps going from there. So, so I, I this is going to be a strange question because it's sort of unrelated to what we just watched. All right. But have you watched The Irishman yet? Yes. On Netflix. I have. Uh, OK. Um. I just the very first piece of trivia is that this costs less to make than the Irishman. Right. And I'm I'm very curious how that is. Is it are we talking just star budget? On yeah, well, Irishman? it's because the Irishman is like four hours long. Well, OK, yes, it <laughs> is. But also they the, almost the entire movie uses the de-aging process. Oh, OK. So it was constant like eight camera setups. I was just curious. Yeah. I, I was like, how could that? How could this insane thing cost less than that character piece movie with a couple of big actors in it? Yeah, that that had like so it had big paychecks. Right. It had try to recreate a period and it had de-age all the actors okay. all the time. Gotcha. So I just I haven't had that kind of time to watch that movie yet. So yeah, yeah. I, I want to. It's just a that's a that's a big time investment. Mm-hmm. It is. It's long. It's a long film. Mm-hmm. This isn't that long. No, two hours and a little over change. two hours. Yeah. yeah, but it's a five jocks movie. Yeah, you should you should probably watch this, especially if you are in the process of making your 2019 lists. You may want to throw this on there, unless you're a highfalutin film Twitter guy. Mm-hmm. Then fuck off. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there it is. We have now completed Michael Bay's filmography. Yep.
No, we have not, actually. <laughs> I was going to agree with you, and then I realized you were lying. Damn Again. It. I was hoping you would just go with it. Uh, but yeah, we're done with Michael Bay's filmography. <laughs> Again. But Until he makes another there's movie. There's still two movies. No, there's not. All right. <laughs> don't want to watch those. I don't know. If the Benghazi movie's like this, <laughs> I'd watch it. But mm-hmm. So, write in. Tell us if the Benghazi movie is like 600 Crown. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. And uh, you didn't vote on this one because we didn't give you the chance. But uh, if you want, every week we run a poll. Patreon.com slash BMFcast is where you go to vote. And if you give us a dollar, you're voting. And then you get to listen to this when it's timely. Because this movie just came out. Uh, In six months, there will have been hideous think pieces about this film. And everyone will hate it. But right now, it's pure. Pure joy. Right now, it's good. Mm -hmm. Get in while it's good. So give us a dollar. Uh, But anyway, thank you for donating and listening and all the things that you do. Obviously, you're hearing this somehow. So thanks. We appreciate you. If you're pirating this, that's bad. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, pirating free things. (laughs) If you're getting us on the torrents, please don't. Uh, But yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week with another movie. So until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Banffcast Extra. Out. Out.